This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. AM570 KLAC, 987 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. 20, 30, cuts midfield, 40, the kicker to beat, see you later. And the 40, and the 30, look at him go, 20, 10, DTR to the house. Here comes Donald, and he spins Burrow around, and then trying to throw it away. TDLB, Raiders in the end zone. The Raiders have a touchdown. This is L.A. Football Mondays, talking all things L.A. football with Rams Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson. L.A. Football Mondays is brought to you by the Ford F-150 truck with an available interior work surface and 12-inch touchscreen. It's built tough. Visit your local Southern California dealer to test drive one today. And now, here's Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete, and Eric Dickerson. All right, here we go on a Monday. The gang together. Rodney yes. And Eric is here as well. ED, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rodney. Good afternoon, Fred. <laughs> Eric, you sound very businesslike on this yeah. Monday. Man. I, so, I know. I, don't I, 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 I sound like Fred sound most of the time. How's it going, yeah. guys? How's going it going, well. guys? Going well. How was your you know, weekend? Like, like, it was good. I can't, I can't complain. You know, just had to play a little bit of golf as usual and, you know, just hung out. Didn't worry about the Rams losing this weekend because they want to buy. Thank goodness. Um, and um, that's you, it. You, know, you say thank goodness. You like, do you think they needed it, Ed? The Rams need a, need a, a time off. Come on, dog. You know they need a time off. You know for sure they need a time off. And I'm, I'm looking at this week coming up, and they're playing San Francisco. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough one. It's gonna be a tough one out there, boy. Yeah. What do you think of the 49ers getting McCaffrey? I mean, according to the reports, the Rams are right there. The Rams forced the 49ers to go get him. I think I think that was a good deal for the 49ers, to be honest with you. And I'm, you know, I'm not a 49er fan. I mean, the 49ers run the football. They they really they really concentrate on running the football, and uh, that, that's that's an upgrade. I mean, um, I think the Rams helped out because I mean, either way, you don't want you don't want that guy in your conference for sure. And I hate to see them get him. And I like him. I like him as a player. I never seen him play in person until I saw him. Um, um, a week ago when we played the the Carolina Panthers and um I always called him white chocolate. You know, when I first saw him my, my, my best friend Charles Drayton told me years ago when he was in college, he said, Man, have you seen this this white boy named McCaffrey? I said, No, I hadn't seen him. And I knew they were on TV. They were on TV. And I was leaving the house. I said, I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay and watch a few a few plays, watch him run the block. Man, I start I started calling him white chocolate. I said, he, I said, that's white chocolate there, boy. He run the ball like a brother. So uh <laughs> It's a it's 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 an it's an upgrade for the 49ers running game, and you know the the, the bad thing about us is is that if we would have brought him here, we we're gonna run him, we're gonna run we're gonna run the football with him. Offensive line is beat up, and yeah. and you know what we what were we gonna give up for him? I I'm, I'm not big on we need we need to try to get us a keep some of our draft picks for a while. I mean we've we've been you know giving up draft picks like you know like you're passing out Coca Cola, you know it's just no big deal, you know so. Um, but I, I, I think I think it'd be good for him, you know. 
I wish I'd had an opportunity to do something like that when I was playing. I wish they'd have traded me to a good team. You know, when I left mm -hmm. the Rams and I tried to send me to Siberia, which they said they tried to do. They <laughs> did. I mean, they, yeah, they, did. Admitted it. I mean, they admitted it. I mean, they sent me to the, they sent me to the worst team in the National Football League back in the Indianapolis Colts. But, the that was, but that wasn't their intention, was it? To, yes, to it was. You, Matter of fact, to send you to the yeah. worst team? Yep. Mm -hmm. John Shaw said it. Yeah, he said, we tried to be, I tried to send you to Siberia. Yes, he did. Because let me tell you, I just saw my cousin Dexter Manley this weekend and in uh in dc and uh we talked about it again he said remember when, when we when i told he called me he said remember i called you and i told you we're trying to get you i said yeah and i will never forget his words he said man they ain't gonna do that that's too much like right you know that's why, like doing the right thing why why do you sound shocked that that the team would do that fred thank you thank you fred <laughs> right. no what, what i'm shocked yeah. you, all right so that leads to this why why, why? because what because because of the way you uh, uh, basically called them out for not paying you? Why were they mad at you? Why Why you did they want to send to Siberia? All the, all, you said, you you answered it, your, you said it, you answered all your questions yourself. The way it went down, uh, the way, you know, that, I, you know, that they handled it, you know, they were mad at me because, you know, I didn't want to stay there and be, keep being underpaid, you know, and be a, be a good boy. I mean, that's, that's what, it, I mean, look, back in those days, in the 80s and the early 90s, they could do, Teams could kind of do what they wanted to do. There was no social media. You had no outlet. Like, like you know, I was vilified. I was a bad guy. I was a, I was a things I'd never heard of. What the hell? I didn't know what the hell a malcontent was. I didn't know no malcontent. <laughs> what the hell is a malcontent? You know, I mean, I mean, I had to look it up. I mean, I didn't know what a malcontent was. And it, it, it wasn't no Google. I'd look it up in, in Webster's Dictionary. You know, you know, you know, you, you and and and, mm -hmm. and that's how that's that's how they did you back then. I mean, they really did do you any kind of way and. And the fans didn't know the you know they don't care about the they, they care what the fans think now because social media and believe me NFL that is their thing if 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 the fans get on something oh we we got we 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 don't want them thinking we we're a bunch of bad guys we're, we're a bunch of gangsters like we really are like they really are a bunch of gangsters but um you know it was just that's, that's how it was but I'm gonna be go back to McCaffrey forgive me I'm I'm, I'm done. But I'm 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 happy that that he had a chance to go to a good team. I'm, I'm like I said, I hate it's the 49ers, you know, because when it gets late in your career, man, you want you want to have a chance to win. You get tired of getting beat up. You get tired mm -hmm. of 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 uh, you being the focal point. When you when you when you're the player on the team, everything comes falls on you on your on you. When I was in Indianapolis my last couple of years, man, you know, it was my fault we couldn't run the football. Well, damn, ain't nobody blocking. I mean, have you seen? Mm -hmm. If, have you seen? Have you seen him get the backfield? Like, a, like, like one of my statements. I tell him, I say, I feel like I'm going to Vietnam with a BB gun. That's how I feel like, I, and, and and that's the sad part. But like I say, for for him, you know, hey, I'm I'm happy for him in that aspect. But I'm sad that you know that he's he's going to the 49ers. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that is the hard part. Um, yep. Is that he's you're gonna see him twice a year, and, and yep. now. You know, with this week coming up, the, the, it's not going to be like the, the week against Kansas City where he just showed up on Friday and they, they had to figure out a couple plays. Now they got a full week to to kind of work with him, get him a few more plays that he's more comfortable with. And uh, I think they'll they'll see – or you're going to see him utilize a little bit more against the Rams because they'll be – you know, they'll have him for a week of practice. So it's uh, – it's, they, they definitely help themselves in this stretch. But, but, uh, but they got some problems of their own because they couldn't stop Kansas City. Mm-mm. No, they but but not, but but not but you not know many people can. No, uh, put that's, it that what, way. I was, that's can. what I was going to say, right? But Come uh, on. Not but they're little, yeah, they're a little depleted on the back end, which which showed up uh, in that game yesterday. 
and I think they they're going to get some of their players back. I mean, I think San Francisco is. They got they got like four or five guys coming back. Yeah, and playing against us, you know, playing against the Rams and San Francisco, that's that's a whole different level. You know, that's a whole different level of of intensity. You know, speed of the game. You know, they they get more into it. Uh, we get more into it. I mean, like I say, we haven't beaten them in a regular season game since us. Uh, shut up, Mutt. Since. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's what he does call his dog, Mutt. Was, yeah, my dog's name is Lulu, but I call her Mutt, and she answers to me. Shut up, Mutt. Mutt. And, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a different game when we, we play San Francisco. Yeah, and an important game. I mean, given where the Rams are right now, they, they really can't afford to lose to the 49ers again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think no. we're getting to a point now with the Rams, so beat up, and hopefully the bye week helps them just get some guys. Well, hopefully, are they, are they supposed healthier? to get a bunch of guys back this yep, week? They are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. But, but you know, um, they lose again. I, I got to tell you, the, the thought of them reaching a Super Bowl, I said it from the beginning, and no disrespect, I just don't think they're going to win it this year. I, I just didn't think that was going to happen. Now you're starting to wonder, oh, my God, are they going to make the playoffs? Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Fred. I mean, if they lose again, I mean, because, you know, you got you got a tough stretch. You got to go. You still got to go to Tampa, even though Tampa's not playing well. Uh, you got to, um, well, you've got to play. You got to play Seattle again. You got to play Arizona. I mean, it's it's not a, it's not an easy road. I mean, we can we you know we, we lost to Dallas, which you know I hate losing to Dallas. You know, I, I guess it's, well, I hate losing to Dallas. But you know, the thing is, is we don't look like a a football team on the same page. You know how you know how you 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 see how things are flowing. Like, okay, the offense might not be playing good, but the defense is playing good. Okay, today the defense isn't playing good. Remember, the offense is hitting on all cylinders. It's just I I don't see any of that out there right now. I don't. I mean, I don't know if you do, Rodney, but I just no. don't. I don't. I don't see no. it. No, they they are so out of sync. The, um, that and and it's hard. I mean, yes, injuries play a part of it. Play a part of it for everybody. But even the even with some of the veteran guys they have, it they, they seem they seem a little bit out of sync. And I don't know exactly what it is. Maybe guys are still playing through some injuries and stuff. But they uh, but the the, the thing about it though is. Yes, they're not playing great, and Fred, you say they won't make the Super Bowl. And at this point, looking at them, I don't see them making it either. But when you look at, you know, when you look at the division. I mean, who's really playing great? Seattle's kind of shocking some people right now. But uh, would you consider them the best in the division? No, no, it's still San Francisco, no, no. L.A. And so, and, and and San Francisco just lost yesterday, so it's not like they're running away with it. And it's a mess in Arizona, so who knows what's going on down in the desert? So they still got a chance to win this division. And get to the players and write this ship, and I don't. I don't know if it can be the way they're out of sync. We're talking about in you know through seven games now, you know they don't look like they don't even remotely look like the team from last year. Yeah, and people are saying, and they're saying, well, you know what the problem is? Now they figured out Sean McVay's offense. That's your problem. <laughs> been nah, years. Nah. I've been saying the second year he got, third year he got there. After he went to Super Bowl, oh, everybody Belichick yeah. got it, so everybody figured it out. Everybody knows the offense uh, now. It doesn't work on. anymore. He's got to make adjustments. Come I on. can't believe the guy could go from winning a Super Bowl and doing what he's done for the Rams to becoming an awful coach that fast. It, yeah. it doesn't work yeah. that way. If you have healthy players, obviously things are going to work a little better. Well, ask the, ask the, ask the L.A. Chargers. <laughs> They'll ask them. You know, you got healthy players. It's a whole different ball game. That's why I always tell you, and I tell people, I say, that's why they're backups over there. The guys that you don't know the, are the defensive line, the offensive line, those those big fat guys, they call them the big fat guys. You don't know their names, but those big fat guys are so, so important to an offense. I mean, they make they make it run. And it's not about the skill guys all the time. It's about those those big guys up front. Well, we call them the big uglies. 
Fred, the big ugly. Uh, Rodney called it. I don't call the big ugly. <laughs> the big uglies that think they, they think they good looking though, think they clean. I'm right, Ed. When they get on the plane, you see some guy. They dress oh, down man. like they, you know, some of them are three fifty, Fred. But they, they in their mind, they think they one eighty five. Oh, we had a few of them. I mean, I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, few am I right? Yeah, man, you got it, Rodney. <laughs> we, we have some guys just like that. They, they, they three hundred pounds. But they dress like they one seventy five. <laughs> okay, so, so what's what's the difference between a three hundred pound and a one seventy five guy dressing? What are the three hundred okay, pound like, guys dressing well, like? Okay, a, a three hundred pound guy gonna dress some kind, kind of baggy, kind of yeah. big and loose, you know, loose fitting stuff, you know. Yeah. But like, like, the, the, the little thin guy, he gonna dress a little, like a little tight suit, or you know, not, what back in them days was a tight. But you know, it was like you know, like a nice suit or a yeah. nice pair of jeans or slacks, you know, shirt that's, that's fitted, that's fitted. Yeah, you know, he wants to kind that's of the, you know show yeah. his. You know, show his ass yeah. a little bit, Fred. Yeah, show his right, guns right. a little bit. Show the definition in his body a little bit. You know, you you like, got it, man. You know? Like you, Fred. You know, like, like, like you do. You know? Oh yeah, that's like, how yeah. I dress all the like, time. Yeah. Like, 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 like Fred, dress. I wear a tent. Yeah, Fred. Yeah, Fred. Fashion yeah. Nova. Yeah. So you're saying the 300 pound guys dress like the 175 guy? Yeah. So they right. got to the They can't do the tight thing, uh, Fred. You've been to a club. The little jackets and stuff. Right. You right. You 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 been you been to a club. And go out to a club, and you yes. look at it and say, "Okay, yes. who told her to wear that?" I mean, exactly. she look in the mirror and say, "Say, yeah. girl, look, look at my gut. My, they ain't paying attention to my gut. They, they, they look at my butt back here. My gut is bigger than my butt. They ain't paying no attention to that." I'm like, "What in the hell is she got on?" The same thing with them big guys. Like, come yeah. on, dog, you come ain't looking in the mirror before you put that on. <laughs> come, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> See, the the women a lot of times will will you know encourage the other women. Hey. You just own it, girl. Go do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> you do you. You do you. <laughs> and Eric's right. When guy tried to get out. I said, "Come on, man. Come on, dog. Man, come, come on, man. man. Come on, man." Matter of fact, I was in I was in I was in Vegas at a, at a fight. I forgot the fight. It was Mike Tyson. I think it was Mike Tyson fight. Yeah, Mike Tyson fight years ago. And I I came back to the hotel. It was it was after the fight, and and the, the you know the, the hotel the lobby was like it was like it was like. Three o'clock in the morning, and it was like noon. That's how many people in there. Mostly, mostly brothers and sisters, and packed in there. And I and it was this big girl. She had some tight. I mean, I'm like, my God. I'm 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 staring at her, and I, I just I just made a little come. I said, I said, sister, you wearing that? She said, you like that, don't you? You like that, don't you? <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, uh, hell no, you didn't like it either. <laughs> but I said, yeah, I like that, sister. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you painted the. Uh, come on, boy! Come on, big fella! Come on! I know you like this. <laughs> did you run, Eric, or did you, did you run the other hey, way? Man, I just kept walking free. I just, I just kept, I kept moving because, because, I mean, she said I like it. And I think she would get like, like that. I really like it. I'm like, hey, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'd, 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 I'd have had a wrestle match on my hand. Hey, I'd have had one of them. You know what? You know what? You, <laughs> you like, like, girl, like, 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 like the girls are like when a guy meets a girl, they they, they go and they hanging out in a hotel with her, and they let the girl like stop. Come on, girl, stop, stop playing, guy, stop it. That's how I'd have been. Come on, girl, quit playing now. Stop <laughs> it. Don't do that. Come on now. I'm, I'm sleeping with my clothes on. <laughs> oh, yeah. They come back. And that's the time you go, oh, you know, you know what? I would, but, you know, I got a, I got a girlfriend. I got, I got a girlfriend. And, and, 
Okay, if I didn't have I, a girlfriend, I would. I would. <laughs> I would, but I don't want to do you like that. I respect you too much for that. <laughs> I won't tell if she won't tell. <laughs> you won't tell. Oh my How do we God. get on this, Fred? What's I, wrong with I, you, Fred? I don't Fred? know when you're yeah, talking Fred. about guys dressing in skinny suits at 300 pounds and that led Eric to his hotel lobby meeting. Don't start, Fred, please. <laughs> Eric, all right, let me just ask you this before we take a break. Because mm-hmm. you brought it up, and I'm curious. I mean, you know, obviously, Rodney, you, you both had distinguished careers, and, and Rodney was married very young, though. But Eric, mm-hmm. you were a single man. Um, Ooh, well, you preach? Yeah. <laughs> All right, oh, boy. Yeah, Fred. Tell, 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 tell us a few of the stories where people approached you that you just thought, "Oh God, no, 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 no," but they wouldn't stop. They relentlessly pursued you because not only are you a handsome and virile man, but you were an NFL All Pro and the record holder for yards. A- Okay, I get it, Fred. I get it. I get all that. Okay, <laughs> okay. I get it. Uh, I, I, I can tell you. I can tell. You, I'm tell you one story in particular. So I, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in this limo. Rodney, you know the girl. I ain't gonna say her name. Mm-hmm. I'm in the limo. We going to another party. We got a limo, and everybody else said, "God, they gonna grab their cars." But I had a limo, so she wants to ride with me, and wasn't my type of girl, you know. But you know, and she was a rated cheerleader, and so all of a sudden, everybody gets out. You know, she literally tried to straddle me. I'm like, hey, girl. I'm like, hey, stop. I mean, what you doing? Come on, well, you know you. I said, come on now. I said, come on, quit, quit playing. Stop it. I mean, and I'm in a, I'm in Fred. I mean, I'm in an all-out fight almost back there trying to keep my clothes on. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. I feel like I'm getting assaulted. <laughs> Tessa. Quit playing. <laughs> Well, you think it's planned from the beginning, and then as time goes on, you got to really be, use some restraint. Yeah, well, those are right of wretch, though. Oh. What about them, Fred? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, Eric touched on the Chargers and the injuries. Well, it's worse now, and yesterday it was pretty bad. Let's get into that next. Now, your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Cash. That's cash. Enter it now. Do it. AM570LASports.com. Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much. Yes. Speaking of which, traffic. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Together, all right, we can make things happen. Presented by your Southern California Ford dealers. This is L.A. Football Mondays. Visit MyFordNow.com. Now, here's Eric Dickerson, Fred Rogan, and Rodney Peet. AM 570 L.A. Sports. Hey, we continue on on a Monday in L.A. Football Monday. Rodney Peet, Fred Rogan, Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson. Chopping it up, Fred. Don't wear them tight suits. Chopping it up? Yeah. What? Big fellas out there, don't wear the tight suits. <laughs> I would say some of the women Eric met don't wear the tight dresses. No. I'm Felt not, the respect. I'm not touching that. 
All right. ED, you there? Okay. Oh, okay, we're reconnecting with him. We're reconnecting with Eric. We lost him there for a second. Yes, we did. Brent. I didn't realize. I thought, Manny usually has so much to say about that, Rodney. You just stopped? Yeah. Just yeah. gave up? All right, we'll get him back pretty quick. Yeah, we will. Uh, all right, let's do UCLA then. Uh, so they go up to Oregon. Oregon looked good. I thought UCLA, though, that was a big game. I mean, that, that was a huge game. Big game. And huge I'd say, game. actually, a little bigger for UCLA than it was for Oregon. If UCLA wins In terms of, of the result? Yeah, I mean, if they yeah. win that game, they oh, yeah. move up in the rankings. Oh, yeah. And you're thinking, They're oh, off to the races. Because yeah. all they got left is, is that seat at right. the end of the year, really. Right. Uh, Oregon looked good. Oregon looked fast. Uh, yeah. Started to rain, which yeah. helps Oregon because yeah. they're used to that weather. Yeah. I think UCLA early in the game looked they pretty good. They held their good. own. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. But I, I And maybe you disagree. When Oregon pulled off that onside kick mm. early in the game, yeah. I think second quarter, got it back. Yeah. And scored. Then scored, yeah. That was it for me. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a momentum play, but I, I but but UCLA came back after that. UCLA made it a game, uh, you know, uh, until you know, kind of midway through the fourth quarter. Then it got really got away from them. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought after that, yeah, UCLA was in it. Yeah, but Oregon answered every time. That was it. Every time, yeah. UCLA tried to make a run or had some big play or scored, Oregon immediately came right back and answered that bell. Yeah, and and Nick's played fantastic. He he ran the show, made big time plays when he needed to with his arm and his legs. Um, they looked good. Oregon looked uh, like look. They they went out and got blown out opening day against Georgia, which a lot of teams do, you know. Uh, but since then, they have they put it together, and they are a very good football team. And it'll be uh, it'll be very interesting to see how it how it plays out now, because you've got. Oregon, you've got UCLA, you've got Utah, and you've got USC all at you know all at the top. And today, you look around. I think every one of those four teams could beat each other on any given Saturday. There's no clear cut. Okay, in a neutral field, neutral site, anyone could beat anybody. I don't think you could say, "Oh, Oregon is now dominating the pack," or now it's a. Uh, now it's UCLA dominating the pack, or Utah dominate the pack. They beat us. No, I don't think. I think anybody can win it. And now, but it's only going to come down to two teams that play in that game. In that game, right? Eric, what do you think of the UCLA game? Uh, Fred, I can't lie, I didn't see it. So what happened? <laughs> <laughs> they got drove up in I Oregon. I can't, Eugene. I can't, I can't, I can't fake it. Like I can't fake it. Yeah. So, so no, what, what happened? happened so. What happened was they went up there uh, in a big showdown, and UCLA showed up, played, played. All right, showed up, but Oregon just blitzed them. Onside kick early, I think, really kind of controlled momentum of the game, and after that, they went on to beat them. Beat them pretty good. Uh, really, because you kind of blew them out at the end a little bit. Yeah. What, what was the what, what was the final score? Uh, I want to say three touchdowns. Yeah, I went so. about something. Oh, wow. All right, forty to thirty. Yeah, oh. forty-five. Forty-five to thirty. Yeah, and it wasn't that yeah, well, close. Well, I, I tell you, and Rodney was right. I mean, on, on I think on any given Saturday, any of those teams can beat each other because you know SC, Oregon, uh, UCLA, and I, I mean, I was I was really shocked. How how UCLA has been playing this year? I mean, they've been running the ball like like mad and been playing very good football defense. So um, yeah, I, I think that any like you said, any given day, yeah, that, that any of those time, any of those teams could beat each other. I yeah. mean, when when it comes down, I, I I'm I'm you know what I'm excited I'm excited about seeing the the, the UCLA SC 
Yeah, that's going to be a show. That's going to be a show. And then, see, that actually hurts us a little bit, too. We, we kind of, you know, if you're thinking about it, you want UCLA to win because you want UCLA to be undefeated going into that game against USC. Depending on where USC is at the time, assuming that they went out going into that UCLA game, they could drop down into the top 10, be around that 7 8th area. They beat a number 3, 4 UCLA team, undefeated UCLA team. All of a sudden, now they kind of start to get into that mix of maybe they get it, maybe they get in. So it, it definitely hurts us. And then losing in college football, when you lose kind of mid-season, late-season, it yep. definitely hurts you. It definitely yeah, that, hurts that, you. That, that, that's true. I mean, Because if you lose tied. the opening game and then go run off 10 straight, people look at you different. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and it depends, on, and it depends on you know who you're playing to. That's what. Didn't you guys tie Eric? And when you guys played? Well, man, we tied the last game of the season. Tied Arkansas. And I, yeah. I hadn't seen. I I just saw Coach Lou Holtz at the airport in D.C. Uh, over this weekend. I hadn't seen him since we played them in 1982. Wow. And uh, we we tied them the last. They were I think they were seven, and we were ranked number two. And yeah. I know they didn't want us to play for the national championship. I, I, we we knew they didn't want us in, in that game, and so when we tied them. They dropped us. Now think about it. They dropped us, I think, from two to four, four or five. And and and, and Arkansas had a, man, they had they had some talent. Man. We both both of them had the talented team. We had they had first rounders. We had first round. They had Billy Ray Smith. Uh remember Gary Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had that, that offensive lineman that went first round. I mean, both of us had some real talent on football teams. And we tied and that kept us that kept us right out of that national championship. So we ended up playing Pittsburgh uh in the uh in the Cotton Bowl. And I think Ky- Pittsburgh had beat Georgia, whoever they played, Penn State, one of those teams, and they 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 wanted they wanted Georgia and Penn State to play because you know the whole thing was oh Joe Paterno has never won a national championship. It's unfair to college football. Man, we didn't give a damn about Joe Paterno not winning no national championship. We should have been, <laughs> been, been in that game. We should have been in that game. I mean, we 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 man, we to beat them teams, brother. I'll tell you, but. You know, when you lose late, a tie late, yeah, unless, unless you out, unless you, you know what, unless you Alabama, you're, it, it, right? You Alabama, if you SC, if you're a big school, the big like the one of the big major schools, it's not gonna hurt you. But you know, when you when you one now with the big majors, it's it's gonna it's gonna hurt you. All right, let's move to the Chargers now. You touched on them earlier. Uh, they looked bad yesterday. No two ways about it. Now Seattle yeah. surprised a lot of people this year. Uh, Geno Smith has played well. You have to give him his due. Uh, but boy. They just put it on the Chargers. Chargers suffered two more injuries. J.C. Jackson, who got here, got hurt, got healthy, got hurt. And Mike Williams, <laughs> who seems to run into injury problems, that is an enormous loss for the Chargers. Justin Herbert looks human. And, uh, man, you saw, you, you see what happened yesterday. Now, Kansas City, Kansas City won, so they're game up now. But you see what happened to the Chargers yesterday, and you're going, it might be tough for them now. And I thought they had a roster that could win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them. Um, because, they, first of all, they can't stay healthy. And you could see certain guys. Same thing with Justin Herbert. Just not, hadn't been right the whole season long. Uh, I think you can tell that those ribs have been bothering him. He'll never say it. He'll never use that as, as an excuse, nor with the Chargers. But he's not quite the same guy right now that we expected him to be. And then as a team, they're banged up. They go into every week they're going into. And I'm not talking about one guy here. And I'm talking about multiple key guys that are banged up, questionable to play. And if they are playing, they're playing on one leg or they're, you know, they're limping around <laughs> out there. And so it's just I, I don't know if they can overcome that because it has been a pattern this entire season. We're in week seven, right? So 
It's been happening every every week. What makes you think that it's going to stop now? Well, they got more guys. Mike Williams just is, got injured. I believe he's out for a minute. Um, and, and J.C. Jackson is, is out probably long-term now. So I don't know how you overcome that when key guys are continuing to miss games on a regular basis. And Rodney, you said um, I got to go back to what I said from the beginning of the season when, when the Chargers started getting hurt. Now you see what Anthony Lynn was going through. When we talked mm-hmm. about this, you know, I kept we kept saying his team is beat up two years in a row. It's it's, it's almost unfair to him. It's almost unfair to, to Brandon Staley. But you can't see when well, he can't control injuries. You can't control that. And once again, people feel like, well, they got the backups. Man, they're not the same as the starters. They're not able to run the football. You even you even hear Austin Eckler talking about the with no running game. When you ain't got no running game, things change. Look at the Kenneth, Kenneth, Kenneth Walker the third yesterday. He had 168 yards on 23 carries on a yeah, 74 yard wild. run. He went wild on them, man. You want to play? You, you he'd be like, I like to play the charge again next week. You know, when, when you when you can't stop the run, when you can run the football, it just makes you a totally different football team. It just helps so much. And the, and the team that the Chargers have beaten, or they beat the Raiders, uh, I think 24 19. They beat the, they beat the Houston Texans and they beat the Cleveland Clowns. I mean the Cleveland Browns. You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then I think they beat they beat they beat the Denver Broncos. So they really they haven't really beaten anyone, even though the NFL teams. But if you look at you look at it, you're like, eh, they ain't really played nobody. You know, when they played Kansas City, they lost to the Chiefs. You know, they they lost they lost they lost to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then got been get beat up by, get beat up by Seattle. So yeah. it's like yeah, they don't have they, a you can't figure out their identity right identity now. right. Yeah, it's just, it's just like they're just, they're just like the Rams. The Rams have no idea. They don't know what they, they have no idea. Yeah. But but sometimes your identity comes when it, it comes sometimes third, third, third or fourth week of the season. But when you have injuries, when you have major injuries to your to your star players and and, the, and starters, I mean starters who are playing well, man, it changes the whole dynamic of your football team. Yeah, yeah. It just man, um, for them and 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 supposedly being this great defensive team, they sure have given up a lot of yards and a lot of points defensively, um, which that was to me the strength of the team. And going back to identity, it was the strength of the team. But then they could offset that by the play of of Justin Herbert, and he he really hasn't played that well. But defensively, they can't let someone go for 168 yards on on, on a defense like that. And at, at home, at, I say at home they got they got humiliated at home. Really, I mean that game wasn't even really close. I mean, to be honest, I mean they, they jumped out on seventeen nothing, and they never they never looked back. But like I said, when you can, and you know this as well as I do, and it's, it's it goes hand in hand, right? If you're throwing the football well, it makes the running game that much easier, and vice versa. If you if you run the football, it makes the throwing it, it makes the passing game because now all of a sudden the play action becomes a real play action, and Seattle could kind of do kind of what they wanted to do yesterday. It, Brandon Staley is a defensive coach. Yeah, that's where he he earned his chops, and to see the defense shredded the way it is, even with the injuries, I think is kind of surprising. He's a defensive coach. Uh, so, and I don't mean that. Remember, remember this, Fred. Those are pros on the other side of that ball too. I think people have to forget that those are professionals over there. Those guys on the other side of that ball, they are pros. Yeah, I mean, people, and, people, and people, you can get caught up that. into the defensive coach this and defensive right. coach that. But let me tell you something. Uh, a lot of people can be a good defensive coach when you coach an Aaron Donald. 
Yeah, good point. <laughs> thank, 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 thank you, thank you. Or you coach oh, Eric Dickerson? You a great running back coach, coaching Eric Dickerson? <laughs> you don't have to do nothing. Yeah. Or, or, or you, you know the eighty-five Bears defense? Yeah, you know, you great D coordinator. So yeah. it's, you know a lot of it plays into it. Yeah, but I mean Derwin James is back. I mean, guys, guys are there. You have Khalil Mack now. Why would it be as bad this year as it was last year? Now, granted, Bosa's out. Yeah, weak nuts. But you got I, Khalil I, I, Mack I now. Say. Yeah, that's one guy. That's one guy. You know what the thing is? Khalil misses this. This defense is new for Khalil Mack. It really is. I mean, you know, somebody said something to me that was, that was really different. Not different, but just I, I, kind of eye opening. We're talking about my my friend Jeff Arad that played for the Indianapolis Colts, and uh, this we're talking about. You know when you, when guys come into a, to a, to a new defense, and I forgot it was a guy that came in to play on the defense. I can't I can't think of his name. And he said Eric Jeff had to line him up every play. He was a linebacker. And some guys, you see, sometimes Fred, just just it's not out there. You're not out there just going to the ball. You have assignments, and sometimes guys don't know where they're supposed to be. And if it's a new defense, they're not used to it yet. They're not used to this scheme. They're used to that scheme. And like I say, the terminology may be different. I'm not saying that's happening with the chart with the charges, but it could be. You know, guys, you, you're not playing. You're playing. You're thinking too much. You can't play football and think. It's got to be reaction. It's got to be. I know I'm going. I know what I'm doing, and I'm just reacting. I, I can't think about. Oh, I, you know, I, do I have outside leverage now, or do I supposed to be inside? You know, is, is that my gap? I'm supposed to be. No, you're supposed to be over here. You, you, you can't think like that. And, I'm, and that, that could be happening with a lot of new players on their, on their football team. Yeah, and you, and you mentioned Khalil Mack. You're talking about Khalil Mack. It makes a difference when Bosa's there on the other side and you can't double Khalil Mack. You can't double uh, Bosa on one side. When one of them's gone, it makes it a lot easier on, on that offense because you only got to really worry about one guy that could wreak, hav- wreak havoc over, on your offense. With him out, they could just focus in on Khalil Mack and neutralize him and do whatever they want to do, as you saw ran up and down the field on that Charger defense. Yep, that's one guy. You can't really evaluate Brandon Staley now, can you, as a coach, given the injuries? He went for it and fourth down again and and lost (laughs) it in his own territory. I mean, I I, I don't get it. I still don't get it. It's like he still hasn't – I get You know, he's going to stick by his guns, and that's the way I coach and do everything. But just like it bit him last year, it's going to continue to bite him. Yeah, it ain't working. They should have been in the playoffs last year on that one call. You know, both teams were going. The Raiders were going. They were going. They're like, okay, you want to go for it? Okay, cool. Yeah, why can't you evaluate him? We evaluated Anthony Lynn before him, and he Thank had all you. the in- he had the injury situation too. And they were, they were killing Anthony Lynn. They were yeah. killing him. Well, I think yeah. I think, and Anthony Lynn made the playoffs. Yeah, but I think in Anthony Lynn's final year, there were some some real problems with the special teams, things like that. I mean, that came back to bite him a few times. I didn't have enough guys on the field, and I had too many guys on the field. So I mean, but, and but, then he had to take over the special teams himself. But, but you wasn't know that a joke with the Chargers over the years? Was no matter who was the coach, the special teams they couldn't find a kicker. Oh yeah, for going years. back to Mike McCoy, yep. they had yeah. special teams issues. Yeah, yeah. I was so, say they always had special teams. Always. Issues. Yep. And 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 look, you know what? That's why you have coaches. You you want you blame you you can blame the head coach, but hey, I'm not the special teams coach, and I won't. Anthony Lynn told me, he said, he didn't want to throw nobody under the bus. He took the blame for it. But it was really somebody else's fault. You know, but that's what that's what a head coach does. Like, I take the blame. That's why a coach always stands up and say, you know, we've got to play better. I've got to coach better. No. You know what? 
they need to get their ass out there and play. Yeah. You know, Jojo, Jojo, you can't let them run by you all day long, Jojo. Right. You know, you can't, really, you can't, you can't get beat all the time. I mean, how, how is that the coach's fault? The, the, the running back performing the ball, the quarterback throwing four interceptions. How is that the coach's fault? That's the player's fault. You need to play better. It ain't the coaching. It's the it's the player. It's the player. The players. All right, now, uh, Eric, you you weren't here last week when Vic told us that he's going to be off now for a couple of weeks. He's having a medical procedure uh, that is going oh, to man. give him more freedom. More freedom. He's excited about it. It'll be done sometime this week. It'll take a little time for him to recover. So what we're going to mm-hmm. do every day, and we're only on two hours today, is we're inviting listeners to come up with a haiku. Oh, I like that. Yeah, we're going to have listener haikus. So uh, everyone is on the clock now. We'll do it 1 o'clock today. We'll ask for you to call in. If you have a chance to jot something down or maybe have it off the top of your head. But you will be able to deliver the daily haiku. And we'll be starting that today at 1 o'clock. Ford Truck Month is here. Get behind the wheel of a Ford F-150 truck and get after it with an available interior work surface. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. Uh, all right. Listener haiku, 1 o'clock. Get ready. And when we come back, biased officiating. Eric or Rodney, have they ever been affected by that? And we'll have some examples. Oh, Paul George bakes it into the foul. The L.A. Clippers are in Oklahoma to take on the Thunder in a back-to-back set. They couldn't be worse, even if they were tanking. Clippers Countdown kicks off Tuesday at 6 p.m. There's no team deeper than the Clippers. On L.A.'s home for Clippers basketball. AM 570 L.A. Sports. Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much, yes. Speaking of which, traffic. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And now another Rogan and Rodney. Oh, yeah! Afternoon delight. I can get you Fendi, Prada, Christian, Gucci. Baby, spend some time, I spend this change like loose leaf. Hot, like grabber. Come here, mama. Baby, spin around. Today's afternoon delight is Take Shots by Boogie with a Hoodie. This track is the latest single off his forthcoming album entitled Me Versus Myself and includes rapper, singer, songwriter Tory Lanez as a featured artist. The upcoming project will be the 26-year-old MC's first album since his 20-track album entitled Artist 2.0 dropped in 2020. Again, today's afternoon delight is Take Shots. By a boogie with a hoodie featuring Tory Lanez. Eric Dickerson with us on this Monday. By the way, Eric, um, how's everything yeah. at your house? Is that all been taken care of now? Let's don't even get on that. I got to ask one. I, I got to ask one question before I go to that. I, I, I was going to ask this every week, but we get away from it. How do they come up with these names? Boogie for a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, how do they come up with these names? I mean. Hey. I mean, I, some of these names, uh, yeah. Giraffe Lips, uh, you know, <laughs> Seymour Goody, hey, and 
You gotta you ask. You know how it is. You gotta ask your kids, boy. Your kids will know a full definition of why they call themselves a boogie with a hoodie. A boogie <laughs> with a hoodie. Hey, what's your name, boogie with a hoodie? Oh, okay, that's normal. <laughs> now you and you want to date my daughter? I don't think so, boogie with a hoodie. <laughs> Yeah, and if you were, okay, so flashback to when you were a kid growing up, mm -hmm. and you're wearing a hoodie, and somebody goes, hey, Boogie with a hoodie, you just smacked him. You wouldn't well, have put up with that. We didn't have hoodie. I didn't wear no hoodie when I was young. I mean, that, hoodies kind of came popular, in, I don't know, in the last, like, 15, 20 years, I think. You ever wear a hood? I never wore hoods. I, I can't think of one time wearing a hood when I was younger, when I was in my 20s, never. Mm-mm, no. No, I can't either. Not really. I can think about it. Think about you it. Sweatshirts, but not with hoods. Sweatshirts, but not with hoods. Not with hoods. No, that kid, that just yeah. became popular. Like considering, I think in the last like maybe twenty years. Maybe if maybe. it was like a team, you know, a, a team thing. I think I had a couple hoodies. Yeah. Of a team, but like a college team, but not not so much that it, you know different ones you wear every day. Mm -hmm. um, think about like what was the what was the craziest names of of some of the groups back in back when we were growing up. Right, the Commodores. The Commodores. <laughs> yeah, that would be a crazy name then, right? right. Yeah, I mean, that's simple that, names, that, right? Not, Commodore. Simple, but they, the name was simple, you know. Gap uh, band. I mean, Gap band. Ohio right. Players. Players. Journey. Stylistic. Rolling stylistic, Stones. Right. Style. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. Name, name some of these names. I mean, some of these names. Some of these names. I'm like, I'm like, huh? I'm like, really? Okay, like, like, yeah. like big, like Biggie Smalls. I like that Biggie Smalls. I like that. You know, Tupac. Yeah. I mean. No, it was just no normal names. Ice guys. Cube, you know. Ice kinda, Cube, right. Like Ice T. Yeah. Ice T. What you got now? Mm -hmm. You got crazy stuff going out there. Really? And everybody Lil. How many Lil's we got? All right. Oh, oh we my gotta God. We up. got 8,000 Lil's out there now. All right. 10 new rappers. We sound like the old cats talking about somebody at the barbershop. Right. No, no. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, Ronnie. I'm just sitting back. I know, Kevin. I, like, I looked at you and said, that's what popped in my mind. I said, we sound like the old dudes at the barbershop just talking about the young generation, boy. Like got crazy mom. names. What kind of name is Snoop Dogg? Yeah. 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 All right. Let me give you the 10 new rappers with the most ridiculous names. Ready? Okay. Okay. Low Waterbed. Low Waterbed. Low Waterbed. <laughs> uh, leave Me Alone. Leave it, me alone. It's okay to cry. That's a name? Mm -hmm. Not these a are, song. No, these are all names. Uh little booty call. Oh, little, little booty, call. booty call. Yeah. Is that a is that a guy or girl? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh booty chain. Booty chain. Mm-hmm. Here here's one I think we'd all like to hear the work up. Little toenail. Little toenail. I know of little toenail. Little toenail had a hit not too long ago. Never heard of little toenail. Yeah, little toenail had something. And leaky bands. And leaky leaky bands. bands, leaky bands, yeah, leaky bands, yeah. Well, yeah. little booty I mean, call, little booty call has uh, seventy thousand followers on Instagram and is verified, so somebody knows him. Yeah, little booty little call. Booty. What's, what, what's little booty call's real name? Somebody got a real name like like, like Larry, <laughs> Larry, Clarence something, you know, <laughs> Clarence, right? Bill, <laughs> Bill <laughs> David. <laughs> right. You know, you say that it makes oh, me think. God. You know, I've worked with Chuck Henry for years, right? Yeah. You think his real name is Charles Hank? No. It changed to Chuck Henry. Now, how many people kept their same name? Like, uh, how many people over there in your business over at, in, in the news, whether it be your station or the others, have their real name? Like, is Dallas Reigns his real name? I don't know that. I don't know you who know? it is. No. Is Johnny Mountain's uh, name? Johnny yeah, is Mountain? Johnny Mountain his real name? Yeah. Isn't there another one named Storm that had somebody? Storm Fields. Storm yeah, Fields. Storm Fields. <laughs> that yeah, well, I like that stuff. That's uh, a guy. That's a girl. That's a girl, Storm Fields. No, it was a guy. A guy named Storm? Yeah. Fritz was his Come real on. name, though, right? Yeah, Frederick. Frederick. Yeah. 
Fritz. He went by it's, Fritz. He went by Fritz. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, what, it's, is Fred Rogan your real name or what? Oh. Who would change your name to this? Who would? All right, I'm going to change my name. Let me pick Fred Rogan. You, you never change your name. Yeah, because you knew later on it was going to rhyme with Hogan and for Hogan's like Hero. Hogan's Heroes. Rogan's Heroes. You knew oh, that. That's exactly where it came from. There you go. That's exactly where it came from. Yes. Yeah, no, well, I didn't Fred, know that. We, we, we can call you Little Boogie then. Yeah, call me Little Boogie. We'll call you Big Boogie. We'll call you. That's we'll a call moniker you that I embrace. We'll call him Mad Freddy. Have you seen Mad Freddy? Man, Mad Freddy, man, Mad Freddy got it going on. Mad, don't mess with Mad, Mad Freddy. Freddy. <laughs> don't mess with Mad Freddy now, Mad Freddy, boy. Yeah, I want to be Freddy, Mad Freddy. Get that look. Get that look. You don't better step, step back and Mad Freddy look at you. Mad Freddy. Mad Freddy. Uh, in my, uh, my research, Lil Booty Call's real name is Michael Bocanegra. Ooh, Boca Negra. Ooh. Boca Negra. Boca Michael. Boca Negra. Michael. Michael. Little boo call. Where's he, where, where he from? Uh, San Antonio, it looks like. Texas? He, he, yeah. He's Hispanic. He is, yes. Looks like he's mixed, okay, actually. Okay. Kevin, can you look up Lil Waterbed? Lil Waterbed. Yeah, let's see Lil Waterbed. And I know a Boogie with a hoodie, his first name is Artist, believe it or not. Yeah. Artist. His given name is C- Artist something. C. Corny, Artist. Hey, how's it going, Artist? <laughs> Little waterbed. No, no. Yeah, look up little waterbed. Anyway, while no Kevin water. does that, uh, this is just somebody kicking it around. You know, you've got teams leaving their conferences. Example, Texas, Oklahoma going to the SEC, and we know that UCLA and USC are going to the Big Ten. Well, if you watch their games, there seems to be a train of thought. For example, uh, in the Texas game, Texas led Oklahoma State by 14 penalties. Texas had 14 penalties. Oklahoma State had none. In the USC game against mm. Utah, yeah, there were a number of questionable calls. Damn right they were. And it seems that one person is saying, aha, the officials mm-hmm. have it out for the, the schools are leaving. that are leaving their conferences. Do you buy mm. that at all? Hey, no. I was, I, I, hey, I was at that USC-Utah game. And, with some questionable calls, right? Man, oh man, were there. A lot of them. Um, and I didn't look at the UCLA Oregon game closely, but it did seem to me UCLA got a lot of calls going against them. That might be something to that, Fred. Wait, you can't have. Are you telling me the Texas Oklahoma State game there was fourteen penalties against Texas and zero against Oklahoma State? Yep, at one point. That's how it ended. That's how it ended too. How it ended. Come on. There Who was won? a penalty, Who? but they it was declined. So the way the final Who? tally fourteen for Texas, zero for Oklahoma State. Who won the game? Oklahoma State. Good, because I hate our team versus Texas. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if it's the girls' team. I can't stand that burn on. Uh, but come it's on, like, fourteen to nothing. Yeah, fourteen hey, penalties. Hey, hey, they probably committed them. They probably did it. But Oklahoma State didn't get one. Where did they play the game? At Oklahoma State. It was at Oklahoma at State, correct? Of course it was. Hey, what, what you got? And it was close. So it was forty-one to thirty-four. The final score. Fred mentioned Texas got out to a lead early. And Oklahoma State came back. Yeah, slow them down. How are we going to slow them down? We'll figure it out. Really? Make that call, Fred. Figure it out. Yeah. Again, holding. Yeah. 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 Holding. <laughs> holding. Holding. <laughs> All sides on that play. He lined up in the zone. That ever happened to either one of you guys? <laughs> what? Uh, bad Does call? for you? Of course. That, that happened to us. when we played our rival. Rivals. I think about high school, we played the Bevel Brahmas. We call them cows. Yeah, they always seem to have a bunch of bad calls in that game on us. Mm. The Brahmas did. Especially when we played in Belleville. What are you saying? Yeah. The other team paid off the officials? 
I didn't pay up the fishes, but I think they were from they were from that town. They're from that area. You know, you're from that area. Of course, you know, think about it. I mean, since I think some of them fishes went to Belleville. I'm like, come on, dog. Did you go to school here? No, I didn't go to school at Belleville. I went to Belleville. I'll be right around the corner. Huh. I didn't want to be a Brahma. Not not much, Fred, for, for me, but I, in my, I think it was my 12th, 13th year, I just, I went on to play with the Raiders, Fred, and I uh, was backing up Rich Gannon at the time, and uh, I was in this game, what they call the tuck rule game, Fred. Mm. Remember that game? That official with nobody on earth had ever heard of a I tuck rule. I remember that. I saw that play. I, and right. the cleanest play by Charles Woodson. Great play by him. Recovered by Greg Beekert. They don't go on and win. We win that game. There's no such thing as the the legacy or the start of the legacy for Tom Brady. He may have done his thing, but he wouldn't have done it that year where they went on and beat the Rams in the Super Bowl because that was one of the most. I, I, I didn't believe that there was like something against the Raiders until that, that year that I played for them. And I was like, man, we are not getting any calls. And it just feels like in opportune times, things are going against us. Yeah. I felt, I mean, I literally felt it. I'm talking, this is late in my career. I'm 12 years in already and uh, never really felt it. You know, it was an edge one way or another. But uh, I think there was something out to get Al. I really do. Oh yeah, I believe that. Was was that it was it was cold out there. Yeah, it was snowing. It was snowing, yeah. The game was and, snowing. And and and, and, and let me ask you, had it ever been a, a a call ever in a game? Ever to that game? I don't think so. I don't remember I think, first of I, all, off the top of my head, I don't remember ever being called. And I don't think and, and during at that time they said it had it had rarely, if at all, been used before or been called before. It was like one of the only times it's been called. That was a fumble at though. that time. Yeah, it was weird. There's no question. Nobody yeah. can figure out what happened. Yeah. Watching the game. I was watching that game. I was like, what happened? Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, yeah. yeah Woodson was he stripped in the him, moment. He stripped him? Yeah, he stripped yeah. him. Stripped yeah. him in the pocket. Right. Yeah. And then he tuck rules like what? <laughs> what happened to that referee? Well, I'd like to ask him that now. Come on now. Let's be honest. Now. Tell I, us what really happened. You know. That they, wasn't uh, who was that? I don't know who it was. Who that official know, was. But yeah, they, you know? they they rever- you I'll know. see if I can find it. I used to know, but I forgot. Maybe it was Ed Hockley. It, out it was not Ed Hockley. No, it wasn't Hockley. Um, but they pulled out, you know, uh, rule number 18 slash CCDEFG at the bottom of the pinpoint yeah, subset Walt A. Coleman, who was around for a long time. Who Walt was it, Walt Anderson? Walt Coleman. Oh, Walt, oh, Walt. Walt Coleman. Yeah, he was around a long time. Yeah. And yeah. they, they essentially changed the rule, by the way, too. Of course they did, because so, it wasn't really a rule. It but it no took sense. a while. They didn't yeah. change it until 2013. Yeah. After everybody kept complaining about that and never right. went, went away, it's like, no, you can't have a quarterback in the pocket holding the ball because he doesn't <laughs> throw it. And, he, and they said he cocked it. That, because I mean, he hadn't tucked it it's back an into attempt, his body. It's an attempt to throw. Right. I didn't realize his foot was an eligible receiver, but what do I know? Exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, Kevin, <laughs> did you find out about little water, Ben? Yes. Little <laughs> Little Waterbed's uh, real name, Christopher Foster. Oh, that's simple enough. Christopher Foster. That's, 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 that's Christopher Foster. What do you think happened to him at, at what point to call him Little Waterbed? Somebody just gave him an idea. Hey, man, try this. I think that's what. Maybe he used to pee in the waterbed. When I hope that's not the reason. Maybe so. Maybe he had some great sex in the waterbed or something like that. Uh, I know his biggest <laughs> hit is called Backwood Shouty. Oh, uh, oh okay. Yeah, you're right. Hey, ED. <laughs> you, see, see that? You're right. He has a back lot of woods. success in the waterbed, Fred. <laughs> and, and and the backwoods. That's right. 
Uh, Kobe, the goat, who listens to the show, tweets us, uh, I nominate Dick Tips from Mission Park Funeral for worst names. Dick Tips? Dick Tips? Yeah, Dick Tips. He's from where? Uh, Mission Park Funeral. Yep, this is a San Antonio businessman, Robert Dick Tips. That's his name. He runs a funeral home? Looks like it, yeah. Wow. Dick Dick Tips. Was his name Dick? (laughs) Richard. Richard? What his name? What his name, Dick? And his last name is Tips. I told you I had a girl in school and her last name was Gina. Her last name was Greaser Dick. <laughs> no. That was her first name. Was her first name was Gina Greaser Dick. That was her name. Gina Greaser Dick. Her last name was Greaser Dick. Greaser Dick. That was her first last name. She said, <laughs> and I never forget it. She said, well, you know, you've been in class and they call names and you know, roll call, roll call back and over call roll. And they called her name and I went, everybody went, huh? <laughs> I went, damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you say that before? Did he say that before? I know. I don't yes, remember I said, that story. No. I, said, I, said, I, said, I, said, I said a couple. Of, I said a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah it's a couple of weeks ago. And let me tell you. And I, and I, I what made it? What made? What made it so funny? Well, not funny, but because she was. She, when I got to know her a little bit, she was getting. She was getting twenty from my family had money. Wait, wait. What was she getting? Because you cut out twenty five hundred dollars a month. And she said, "I don't. I can't live on twenty five hundred dollars a month." I'm like, "Huh?" What? She said, I, this is poverty. Because her family was real rich. So I'm like, okay then. But she said, I can't wait to get married so I can change my name. Yeah, right. If she, I'd have married if she'd been pretty. I'd have said, I'd marry you. Let's <laughs> <laughs> call you Dick, Dickerson now. Your name Dickerson. <laughs> <laughs> what you look like, Eric? She wasn't bad looking. She wasn't, you know, Fred. I was, you know, I, you know, I mean, uh, we want, we wanted something really good looking. She wasn't bad looking. She, it's like a nice, wholesome looking girl. That's a nice, wholesome looking, you know. Not, you know, you, you want to, you know, I, you know, back in them days, I wanted one of them like, when, when she go in and go, damn. Yeah, you, you want a star, dude. You want them stars. Like, damn. Gotta have Everybody a star, look, even, even the girl, even the girls looking. Yeah, you want? Even the girls looking. Oh, well, who is that? <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't thinking financial. I should have been thinking financial shoots. I didn't play no damn football. <laughs> All right, uh, we need somebody now. Yes, to give us the haiku. Come on, Vic is off. He'll be off for a couple of weeks, and this is how we're going to pay honor to him and, and pay tribute to him as he goes through his medical procedure. He's going to be fine, but every day we need a listener to deliver the haiku. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.